I'm joined by Tam Shields today, who is passionate about empowering women through separation and divorce. Tam's heart is firmly in the space of helping women to thrive on the other side of that journey. She's a mum of three, a savvy businesswoman, and a cancer conqueror. In this episode, we're basically talking out loud about the journey through separation and divorce. It's a super casual chat, which really flows through our individual experiences and weaves through business, self-care, and the importance of inner work. Hello, I'm Donna Han, a business coach and online course creator, and this is the She's in Business podcast. You can think of me as your business bestie, who's a few steps ahead of where you are right now. As a mum with young kids fueled with ambition and determination, I know what it's like to work when they sleep. After creating and selling three businesses, I've learnt the lessons, made mistakes, and I understand the daily juggle and the hustle. I also know what it's like when the wheels start to wobble, relationships fray, and burnout taps you on the shoulder. That was my world until I reshaped and transformed the way I ran my six-figure business. Today, I help women transform their businesses and go from being the overwhelmed entrepreneur, feeling exhausted and on the road to burnout, to becoming the thriving entrepreneur, feeling energized, empowered and fulfilled within their chosen business lifestyle. If you love the creativity, the challenge and the buzz of building and growing your own business, but you wish there was a way to somehow find a beautiful balance to avoid the path of burnout, then you're right where you need to be. This podcast is designed to inspire your business journey and help you to stop spinning your wheels, be more present with your family and take the time to pause, rest and rejuvenate because I want you to burn bright instead of burning out. So I'll share my practical strategies to inspire you to create a lifestyle that you love and I'll invite other entrepreneurs to share their real life stories too because I want you to know that you are not alone. You can be the savvy entrepreneur that you were born to be and enjoy the freedom to do the things and be present with the people that mean the most to you. So if you're ready to rise to the next level and build a business by design, this is the She's in Business podcast for mums who are made for more. Welcome to another episode of the She's in Business podcast. Today on the podcast, I'm joined with Tam Shields, who is a beautiful lady that I met a few months ago whilst I was in Uluru for a fabulous conference. And I thought, why not invite her onto the podcast and talk about all sorts of things related to business and separation and divorce and how we as women can navigate our way through all of that. So welcome to the podcast, Tam. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. So to start off, let me ask you this. Who are you? What do you do? And tell us a little bit about your business journey thus far. Okay. So I am a mum of three. Um, I'm in my mid-40s now and I have been running my own businesses for about nine years. Um, about nine years ago, uh, my kids were quite young. They were um, five, three and one. I found myself being a stay-at-home mum and I had previously been working in my then husband's business 
doing some admin stuff, but it wasn't really floating my boat. It wasn't rocking my world and I wasn't passionate about it. So at the time back then, I actually um, studied, I decided to study online, something that I could fit in around the kids and I became a fitness instructor. And then off the back of that, staying in that health space, um, I then started looking at what I could do in health and wellness um, but online that I could work around my kids. And I started a network marketing business back then, which um, I became very successful in and which I still run to this day. But um, about 12 months after I really kicked that off, I became a single mum, uh, separated. So my kids were then six, four and two. And as any of you who are listening to this would know who has um, become a single parent or, or been through that, or maybe you know somebody who has been and seen it firsthand, that um, there are certain stresses, I suppose, and certain elements of living that lifestyle that um, certainly makes you reevaluate your time, reevaluate your priorities, and and also um, things are really heightened, things like financial stress and worries. Um, you know, guilt and shame and all those things, those factors that come into separation and divorce. So I continue to run um, my business both as fitness instructing and also network marketing for many years. And then as that went along and I had a bit more freedom in terms of finances, I then started to look at what I was really passionate about um, and that was health and in particular women's health. Uh, and then as the world would have it, the universe threw me another curveball. In 2019, I actually um, was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. So as a single mum with breast cancer running business um, from, wow. yeah, that was, that was pretty huge. But it sort of, again, just added another layer onto, um, I suppose, my resilience, but also looking at, you know, why it was so important for me to have my own income, to mm. um, be set up financially, to have um, have all these things in place so that I didn't have the stress and worry about money yeah. on top of what I was going through. So um, it was actually in Uluru. So I've been an integrative nutrition women's wellbeing coach for the past several years, running that online alongside my other business. Mm -hmm. and. And in, um, when we were up in Uluru, we were there at a conference with amazing, you know, incredible women. And it was during that time up there, I suppose I had a moment. I started to think about what, what, really, what really moves me. Where do I see myself going in the future? What, where do I want my life to go now and with my business? And it, was, it all came back to wanting to empower women and help women to thrive through separation, divorce, something that I've certainly been able to do. Um, not without its challenges, of course, but also trying to help um, women who are going through that or considering going through that and guide them through that process, but not think about it so much as though, um, you know, like a death or something that's really mm. negative, but instead seeing seeing the glasses maybe being half full instead of being half empty. So, and, yeah. and hopefully being able to make it, you know, a positive experience in some aspects rather than, you know, a very isolating, lonely, fearful, scary time, which it can mm. be for so many women. So, yeah. yeah, that's where we are now. That's where we are now. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much of what you just said is really resonates with me because as I've shared with listeners before, um, part of my journey is that my husband and I separated for a period of time in, oh, my goodness, 2020? Um, yeah, 2020, which was really tricky and 
as you were saying about like the financial pressures and you're going through such a stressful and emotional time as it is, but you also have that realization of going, well, shit, what am I, you know, how am I going to be putting food on the table for the kids and stuff like that. And those big moments that we have, and, and another thing that you were saying, like in that make, you know, we there's opportunities there for it to be positive. I think in those big moments in life where we're faced with incredible challenges, there's also some beautiful opportunities there for us if we can look for them, if we can find them um, and be brave enough to grab hold of those things and look at them in a little bit more detail and have that positive kind of, um, frame to them. So, um, yeah, I don't know about you, but I certainly felt that in those, in that time when we were separated, um, it was really challenging in going, well, I, from a family perspective, when I think back to that time, you know, and I can't speak for his reasons, but I knew that for me, I felt like our relationship actually really needed that shakeup, which is why we chose to separate at that time. Um, and for those people who were in my inner circle at in that time, because we didn't share a great deal about it out of respect to one another and, you know, respect that hopefully we would get back together, which we did, which is, a, which is great. Um, but I was having moments of being completely a mess, you know, frustrated and feeling like, why are we even here? We're so misaligned. Our family is broken, you know, all that kind of stuff to then also feeling incredibly strong and determined and committed to, you know, making the change in shaking us up so that, cause I just couldn't pretend that life was fine. Yeah. And I couldn't model to my boys that this is what a marriage looks like when neither of us were really happy at that time. And for them to then go and repeat that pattern in their own lives in years to come in their own marriages and stuff. Um, and it's interesting, isn't it? Like, I don't know about the women that you work with and your own experience, but that you can be really like almost literally falling into pieces. But at the same time, if you allow yourself to have the courage to look inside mm -hmm. and do that inner work, there can be a lot of strength there that can surprise you. It did surprise me at different moments. Totally. And I think, um, I, look, I think through my challenges, I was pretty fortunate that I had already been on, I was already in that personal development or that mm. self-development journey. So I was already, I was already that person standing in that section at the bookshop. I was already. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've always been like that too. <laughs> and looking around and thinking, I don't give a shit what you think. I'm here and I'm owning it. And I recognize that I need to do work and I need recognize that I need to grow and heal and develop and, and do all of that sort of stuff. And nobody else was going to do it for me. And, yeah. and um, so I was already sort of in that, um, in that going through that process I mean it never ends you know that Donna like mm -hmm. you never arrive when it comes to personal development and growth but I was certainly already open I was I was already starting to look at things differently I was already starting to question things I was I was already starting to look at go okay this is a position that I'm in rather than sitting in it and wallowing in it and also rather than sitting amongst people who want to be involved in that drama, want to yeah. talk about bringing up the negative, want to keep like going over the old stuff. Who can I surround myself with 
that it are positive. What am I looking at? And you know, what am you are the company that you keep. So I was really conscious of who I spent time with, much like you um, during many of the big challenges in my life, I've been very conscious about who I've spent time with and who I told mm-hmm. um, because I didn't need their stuff on what I was going through. I didn't, I really, um, I'm really conscious of not taking advice from people that aren't living a life that I want to lead. Mm-hmm. And and so I find that when you have things that are going on that might be tough, like whether you're diagnosed with breast cancer or going through a separation or or having, a, you know, some type of challenge in your life, if you start telling people about it who gravitate towards a the negative, then that's what you're going to be bringing more into more mm-hmm. on into your life. Yeah. And, and when you've got that stuff happening, you've got your young kids there looking at you and you're going through separation and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, like, and you sometimes you're fearing you're feeling fearful or scared or worried. If if you're focusing on that negative and having that negative energy around you all the time, you're going to get more of it. So yeah. I wasn't interested. You know, there were times when I had my, you know, I had the whole eat, pray, love moment on my knees going, geez, like what's yeah. next? Like shit, what is next to come? I think, but I didn't stay in that moment for very long. Mm. And yeah. I think that's what... Um, you know, finding that finding that courage to step into um, step into your greatness, ask for help too when you need it. That can be a big thing because you often feel like you're a burden um, when you're a, you know a single parent going through that. You don't want to burden your mates, or you don't want to ask for help because you can it can feel like that's a sign of weakness. Yeah. Um, I think that's the same in in business. I think that's the same with particularly women in business too. Have asking for help from people. Yeah. Um, but I was just really conscious. Eat. I was really conscious about even what I watched on TV, what I read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like I, I sometimes would think that maybe um, you know Gabby Bernstein or a really positive self help book is going to be far healthier for me right now than going to sit with my um, you know with my mate around the corner that's always an energy vampire. As much as I love them, they drain yeah. me. You know, so yeah, very conscious of how I spent my time and and. And what I um, what I fed myself, both in terms of nutritionally, but also fed my mind, fed you know, and fed my energy and my space mm. with those people. So yeah, yeah important. Yeah, and it it does. Some I remember feeling like a bit of a burden sometimes. You know, the hardest part of the day that I remember was with the change of the light in the afternoons when my kids weren't with me, mm. and I, like I don't know, I would be I would busy myself when I didn't have the kids and then you can't ignore the change in the light because obviously then it changed like it's like it's dinner time and it's usually when you're getting the kids fed and in the shower and getting you know yourself sorted for the next day and all of that kind of stuff and bedtime and you just can't ignore that time because you literally you know the light is changing and I just remember always feeling quite down in those moments of the day um and like you said, you could sit in it and kind of almost wallow in it um, or you could do something different. The tricky part of that is all of my friends also had kids. So they were busy doing witching hour at witching hour whilst yeah. I was feeling pretty lonely. Um, 
but it's setting yourself up with different things to do at that time, knowing that this is how I feel. And rather than either ignoring it and pushing it down or falling further into it, set yourself up to have something else to do at that time of the day that maybe otherwise you wouldn't get to do, you know, like when we have kids, we're like, oh, what we kill to be able to do this, but we've got the kids now and, you know, like that kind of stuff. Go and do those things, like take advantage of it. Um, But yeah, um, I agree. Setting yourself up, surrounding yourself with like-minded people who will lift you up rather than drain you or play into the drama and yeah like what you absorb on tv in books I was the same like all the books I was reading were very much you know books that were positive or at least gave direction in if you're feeling like this do this kind of a thing yeah it's the same as like you have to train I always think you have to train your body and your attitude like you have to train that you train them the same way so as a fitness instructor or you know as a health coach talking about someone's nutrition, I would be saying to someone, you know, like if you want to get stronger and leaner and more toned, you need to be doing this every day or doing, you know, 30 minutes of walking or exercise every day. You know, you're not eating meat pies all the time and drinking, mm. you know, like it's something that you have to do consistently and it, and your mindset actually works exactly the same way. Whatever you're feeding it is or whatever you're watching or whatever you're listening to, that is going to have impact on how you think um whether you like it or not and so being very conscious of what your feet you know what you what are you doing consistently are you meditating are you taking some time out to have a breath every day so important as a mum, as a working mum. um you know like i always i pick my kids up or, or did I used to have to pick them up before they were old enough to get to and from school themselves but i remember like at 2 30 going oh my gosh so i've got to try and get dinner ready now you know that witching hour that feeling of almost overwhelm but I made a conscious effort to or plan it into my calendar just to have 10 minutes of just meditation or a cup of tea by myself with no screens, no nothing before the kids got home or before I went and collected them because that would fill, fill my cup, would make me feel great before that crazy, you know, that craziness yeah. of the afternoon kicks in. And, I mean, now my life's very different. I have a partner who, um, you know, immigrated here from um, Ireland. He lives with us and the kids and and we're all together in this madhouse. But we both work together from home. So still I'm very conscious of finding that time by myself, for myself, <laughs> every yeah. day um, to make sure that I'm taking care of me first because yeah. I, I think in society... You know, we're always given a pat on the back as women for being a good wife or a good mum or a good, you know, you're very, you know, you're good at, you're good when you're in service to other people. And sometimes people can try to make you feel like crap if you're doing something for yourself, like you mm. might put in a massage or a facial in the middle of the day or, you know, be out sitting in the sun and not doing anything at all. And so people say, oh, really? Have you been doing that today? It's like, yeah, I have been because that's what makes me feel good. It's okay to do something for yourself first before you're at service to everybody else around yeah. you. Yeah, 100%. That's really important, yeah. Yeah, it is really important. And self-care is definitely something that, you know, I think goes hand in hand with business ownership. Um, and I know that you feel that way too um, because if we don't continually tune into ourselves and un- and I think that's part of it, like self-care for me is as much about actually just stopping and listening to yourself Mm -hmm. and realizing where you're at in that point in the day Mm -hmm. and thinking about, well, is this, 
like, am I happy here? Is this good right now? What do I need to do to feel good about what I'm doing or who I'm with or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, And having that bit like a barometer. And I think that's why it's important that you do stop and slow down and call it self-care, call it a cuppa, call it whatever it is for you. But it's just that, you know, being able to allow yourself the space and the time to pause. Um, And I think that's where women can often, and I've certainly been in this space where you forget who you really are and what you really want. Mm -hmm. Um, And super polarizing when you go through a separation and suddenly it feels like things kind of stop in the way that if you haven't got the kids that day and you're not doing all the mum jobs and you're not doing the wife jobs anymore because you separated and, you know, maybe you're not working that day, you're like, well, who the fuck am I? <laughs> what do I want to do? What the hell? What yeah. do I actually like to do? What do yeah. what actually brings me joy? Like, I'm going to be honest, like, I don't really like, I hate kids' programs on TV. I, you know, I, I, there were certain things, there's certain things about motherhood that I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, like you, you have to do them right, but you don't really love to do it. And it's okay to say that mm. don't enjoy it. Yeah. But we do, we get so swept up from the moment. I always find from the, you know, from the, and you talk to many women, I've talk, spoken and worked with so many women and you go, from the moment you find out that you're pregnant, you start thinking about someone else before yourself. Yeah. And for many women, that's the case. And then that continues. You have the baby and then you're just trying to keep someone else alive. And then <laughs> um, then it might be that, okay, at some point you go, okay, now I can breathe. You've come up for air and you go, okay, what do I actually enjoy? And I remember exactly like you've just spoken about when my kids um, did very first start to go to their dad's house for a few hours or an evening or something. I walked around in circles. I had no clue. Mm. what to do it was sort of I was at a loss I was sort of like I just don't know what to do with my energy because you're so used to being geared up at that particular time at night like when the change of light happens that actually it can be very um, uncomfortable recognizing that I I don't even know what to do right now like Mm. Mm. um, and I didn't even feel like cooking I didn't want to cook for myself I just wanted to have an egg on toast or baked bean or like who cares like food for me at that point for that part of my life particularly was about fuel it was about I just need to fuel myself so that I can keep pushing forward in the way that I'm pushing forward <laughs> like, yeah it's all about energy you know like mm. how can I have the best energy right now so it's important to know you know so often I hear women say you know I, I was I was I was home by myself so I couldn't be bothered cooking so I just made this but if you had the kids home would you be bothered yeah and and so it's about, you know, are you prioritising yourself? Are you taking care of yourself? And um, so, yeah, some great things to maybe, you know, to maybe do if you're feeling yourself getting into that like sort of dull energy or that negative energy space. It's okay to feel it too, by the way. It's mm. okay to cry. It's okay to feel shit scared. It's okay to feel those things and move through it, move through it. I'm not saying you're not going to feel it. You are, but just to how to move through it. But Maybe some really quick things you can do is put some music on. What's your favourite song? Change the energy immediately. Yeah. I'm loving like Lizzo about damn time at the moment. I can put that on any time of day and I'm dancing around the lounge room. In time. Yeah. So it's just those types of little triggers or get some fresh air. Go outside, get some fresh air. Mm. Um, make a phone call to a mate. You know, have an, have an emergency YouTube clip of a kid on, you know, 
Britain get does talent or whatever that show is. And if it makes you happy, watch it. Like, yeah. There's so many things you can do which won't cost you anything um, mm. that can change your energy in that moment. And, yeah. And, um, you know, have a glass of water. Just things that change your phys- your physical state. Yeah. Um, um, I, I still do it now, actually, is if I just feel like I need a shift in my energy, I'll get some essential oils and I'll just rub them in my hands um, really, really fast to get that heat and that friction. And then I'll just like cut my, my yeah. nose and mouth and just breathe really deep for a little while. And yeah. that will usually really, you know, help in a lot of different ways. Hey there, lovely. I have got a free resource as an early Christmas gift to you to thank you for being a podcast listener. Now, during the silly season, I know firsthand that the juggle of business and family is a little crazier than normal. So to save you time when it comes to your social media marketing over that silly season period craziness, I have 25 Christmas Canva templates that you can download for free and personalize them for your business. To get them, go to donahan.com forward slash silly season. My hope is that this gift will save you loads of time and you can spend that time making happy Christmas memories with your loved ones. I remember being um, in that space as you were just describing, um, feeling like I'd sort of lost track of who I was and what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. And I realized that I wasn't showing up as my best self at that time. And I wasn't really aligned to the lifestyle that I wanted to lead at the time, my dance studio, which was my business. Then I've, I've, since sold that but it was turning really good multi-six figures which was amazing that was great um I was restricted though in the way that it operated being that it was a dance studio it kind of you know clashed with all the kids activities after school so I knew that it wasn't really aligned anymore like my children had grown from when I'd first started it and now it wasn't really serving the lifestyle that my family needed at that time Mm -hmm. um and you know, running a dance studio is a lot of work and I don't know whether it's probably similar to, um, you know, personal training and stuff. There's so much that goes on in the background as well. And I had previously, before the separation in years previous, had reached that point of burnout. I turned the business around um, and it was amazing. And, it, you know, when the separation happened, it was such a blessing because my team did an incredible job of running the business for me whilst that was happening. But, you know, even with um, with all of that going on with that, it was financially, it was great. The team was running it, it was amazing. I actually realized that I needed a change. I actually realized that I was ready to move on from it. And although I couldn't just close the doors and stop and start something new because I wasn't in, I was separated, right? So I couldn't just kind of cut that off. Um, I knew I needed to move out of that and into something else. But it was that whole question of, well, what do I want to do? Who am I now? Mm -hmm. After journeying through motherhood and being a business owner, facing all these challenges, um, which was really hard, you know, going through a, a emotional time with a breakup, realizing that my business wasn't right for me anymore, needing that financial stability and independence to provide for my kids if the temporary situation was going to become permanent. Um, and so for me at that time, what I needed to do was really dig into my inner work and figure that out. Um, 
And that's really, I think, in those really challenging times when you're really forced to figure shit out, that's when you have those breakthrough moments. And that's what happened for me. That breakthrough came through was going, well, I know that I want to empower and support other women in business to succeed at what they're doing, to be really profitable, to love what they do and have the freedom to work around their family and their chosen lifestyle and avoid the burnout that I, that I had experienced in years prior. Um and so those hard experiences where you have to really open yourself up and dig into what you really want and be honest to say, this isn't working for me anymore. I don't love what I do anymore. I'm, you know, my marriage is not w- where I thought it would be right at this point. It's really polarizing and it, you have to be really courageous because it's so vulnerable in and really recognizing that for yourself without even speaking it out loud, but just to actually... Yep recognize it um but the flip side of that is by going through that experience and by allowing myself to kind of unravel and then put myself back together was that now I have this amazing business that helps other women to build their profitable business to avoid that path of burnout to um you know understanding how we can work best under pressure whilst we're building a business and raising a family and all of that kind of stuff. I got clear about my purpose. I got clear about what direction I wanted in my marriage and in my career. Um, And I got clear about who I was as a person when I wasn't wearing any of those hats. And the result is that you can reclaim that inner happiness, which is a lot of what the work that you do, isn't it? Which is how like business and how we kind of merge kind of together in our common interests. Totally. Yeah, that's how you integrate it. So like I think even like an interesting question for everybody who listens to this, they can ask themselves is right now, if you had a million dollars in the bank, if you had a million dollars in the bank right now in your own personal bank account, would you continue doing what you were doing in your life right now? Mm. And if the question is no, um, and if it's a loud no, especially, it's time to start looking at, um, you know, I think it's really important to start looking at your time, looking at how you want to live your life. What is your purpose for being here? I believe every single person on this planet is here for a is here for greatness. You you all have an amazing you know, there's something unique and incredible about everybody. And and I think that um, like what happened with you and definitely what happened with me is our, our power is in our vulnerability. Um, mm. And when you start to tap into it and go, okay, I'm not happy with this. This is not lighting, this is not lighting me up. And generally it's usually sort of a great, and it probably did happen with you then, it's, it's like a big life moment. Something, something happens that's extraordinarily like really large and, maybe traumatic and challenged like it might be the death of a friend or it might be you know some bad news about a health issue or something like that when something like that happens it really gives you a moment you go I need to reevaluate my life because this is not I'm not doing what I believe I'm here to do and unfortunately it takes one of those traumatic moments for people to recognize that there's more for them in life and I and I sort of hope with what I do is I don't want um I don't want it to be I don't want people to think that it's ever too late for them to be um to be able to live their life's purpose for amazing things for have to happen for them I, I, but, I, but in saying that, I also think that the very best person to coach someone through um you know separation and divorce is me because I 
I am the best person right now to help somebody who who is the person that I used to be. Yeah. So I have that experience now. I have that knowledge. You know, you would know for yourself, Donna. People want to learn mm. from people who have lived the experience and have the knowledge, as opposed to somebody who's just teaching it. Yeah. Um, and well, so because I think like you yeah. can you can learn all of the things, but when you actually put those things into practice and it becomes your life experience, yeah. um, it's at a such a deeper level of understanding. Um, yeah. But also, you know, what's re- you know, learning off paper and like having, that's why um, I think it's really important, not only that you have a re- resources that you can go to, but also, as you said, at the very beginning of our conversation, support people around you mm-hmm. who can go, but this is how you put it into practice. It's not always like life and business the same. It's never going to be a straight continuous line that there's no bumps in the road. There's always going to be twists and turns, ups and downs. Um, mm-hmm. And we can't change it. That's just life, right? That's just the way things roll. But by surrounding yourself with people who not only have the knowledge, but they also have the understanding and the lived experience through that, that is really where the impact I think can. That's very powerful. Like look and and recognize you don't need to know it all, particularly in business. Like Mm. I don't need to know everything absolutely everything to do with um, my business but I can bring people in to help me that does have that do have that knowledge and Mm. and by asking for that help or seeking that help or finding that knowledge through other people you actually become far more powerful you're able to give so much more impact because it's a collective Mm. it's collective knowledge um I, you know, I focus on, I stay in my lane. I focus on what I know through my experience. But if I, if I need help with something, I'm always open to asking for yeah. it. And, yeah. and that's what I loved even like when we, when we met and when we, you know, spending time with, um, with incredible women who are doing amazing things in all of, you know, so many different, different avenues of business and life. I think that's really, really interesting because it just opens you up to, yeah you know, other possibilities. And that's, that's what business is. That's what life is, you know, yeah. open. Yeah. Open to it. So tell us about um, within your work, like within your pro, yeah. is it program that you offer? Like how, what is all, what's involved with all of that? So at the moment um, I was actually doing one-on-one coaching, but um, at the moment that's filled for the rest of 2022. But um, in September, we're actually launching a community, which is a guide um, to help women move through separation and divorce um, so that they're thriving through that process. And for me, and you might relate to this as well, when I was going through that, there was actually no how-to. There was no, no one thing that I could go to and say, okay, you know, what do I have to do here in terms of my finances? What, how do I safeguard my family in terms of insurances and my wills and power of attorney? What do I do with all of that? What do I do? You know, how can I make extra income? How can I cook on a budget now that I'm earning, you know, I'm down to a one, one income family? How can, um, what are some things that I can do to help me if I'm in an um, unsafe or an unhealthy environment right now? Mm. Um, what do I do in that aspect? So there was... There was nothing, no one resource that I could go to that could that I could get that information. I sort of had to navigate my way around. And when I've spoken to many other women that have been through separation divorce, they're like, 
I, I would say to them one of the first questions, you know, did you stay longer than what you maybe, you know, would have if you'd had a guide or some sort of resource to move through that time? And, and they have all said yes. Mm. And, um, and so that's sort of that's where we're at right now. We're going to create, we are in the process right, process right now of creating a community where people can come, they can access different resources, they can hear from people that have gone through that. And it's also sort of um, premeditative as well. So, you know, it's not saying, you know, I would encourage people to get separated and divorce. It's if you are thinking about this, if, if this is something that you're considering, then be informed about what this process actually looks like. Mm. Um, make sure that you you set yourself up. But also maybe there's some things that you can do so that separation and divorce isn't the outcome. Yeah. You know, so... Um, but if it is, it can be done in a healthy, loving way for mm. not only you but for your family because it does, particularly if you've got kids, it impacts everybody. Um, it, it certainly impacts everyone, everybody around you and also this, this community will be able to give people information who are supporting loved ones going through that transition. Things sort of like not to say to single mums, <laughs> Um, all that stuff that we don't talk about, like I was just about, I was just writing um, a blog post just a minute ago before we jumped on saying, um, and, and it was about, you know, I don't want your husband. And I know that that sounds a little bit off and people might go, oh, that's, you know, I'm glad you don't want my husband. But, <laughs> but that is something that people don't talk about is once, once you become a single mum, or certainly did for me and many other women that I've spoken to, people start to, you know, people stop inviting you to stuff. Mm. people people sometimes look at you as though the third wheel or okay well you're a single mum they might feel threatened to invite you to certain things and yeah and that's something that we don't talk about like it was it was almost sort of like a bit shameful that you felt that way that oh I hope they don't think that I'm after their husband because I'm not <laughs> um, and and that's something that that's part of the pro that was part of the process, and it can mm. be part of the process. Might not be for you, might not be for other people, but it can be for some people. So they're mm. the sort of things that that I love to talk about because it's the stuff we really don't talk about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, out loud anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably it all happens inside our own heads, but it's not necessarily a healthy conversation to have with yourself in your own head. So it's great to have that space to be able to ask those questions. And have people who actually get it, who understand those who kinds understand. of things. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Just oh. creating a supportive community, which I think is so important because it can be a very isolating, very yeah. private. You might not want to share with many people, but being able to experience it. Um, each week we'll be jumping on and we talk about um, just on a, you know, on a live Zoom call through in that, in that community, either having professionals on there that can help with certain aspects of mm -hmm. separation and divorce, but also ask questions to people, to women who are empowered single mums, living, you know, amazing lives on the other side of that transition. Yeah. So that so that people have hope and can understand that, um, you know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a really awful experience. It, it is, you do suffer, it is a loss. It is, you know, the loss of what you thought might have been your future, a, th mm. a loss to what you might thought have been like your normal, the normal path. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Yeah, that's right. It's a new chapter. It's something. A new chapter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, being um, 
being an ambitious person who perhaps wants to continue down the path of running your own business, it is possible to do as a single mum. And um, I love that you're providing a community to be able to support women who are in that position. I think it's amazing, Tam. I think it's great work. And um, I really hope that people jump on board and take take advantage of the the opportunity that you're creating for people to be able to have that support and have that space to feel like a sense of belonging. Because I think there is that real shift when um, I know I certainly felt like, oh, far out, like I don't feel like I belong anywhere now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, yep. yeah, it's really isolation. Yeah. yeah, it's a really, really tricky time. Um, but look, I've enjoyed our chat today. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It kind of, I didn't know where it was going to go. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't really have any really strongly structured questions for this chat today. I just kind of wanted to let it happen and it's been a beautiful conversation and I trust that people will take value out of the different parts that apply to them but let us know where can people seek you and find out more information about the things that you do yep so probably the best space right now would be on Instagram so you can jump on to tam underscore shields everything is on there at the minute um, I do have a website which is currently up it's innerpinkfit.com.au but at the moment that's been switched over to um, tamshields.com.au so stay tuned for that that's all yep. happening in the coming months cool and um, I'll link all of that into the show notes as well if you want to go and find Tam and find out more about what she is, is doing um, and get that support that you need so thanks Tam it's been a beautiful chat thank you Donna Thank you for listening to this episode of the She's in Business podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it on Instagram and Facebook, and I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review on iTunes. Be sure to include your business name and Insta handle so I can give you a shout out too. If you want to know more about what I do, the programs that I offer, then head over to www.donnahan.com and follow me on Instagram at Donna underscore Han underscore S-I-B. I hope this podcast inspires you to be courageous and take action in carving out your very own business by design, where you can avoid burnout and shine like the universe is yours.